Hi guys, welcome to another edition of The Two Fat Brokers. I am Barney from Dubai. Ben from Abu Dhabi. Here today to talk to you about the new <clears throat> Property Finder article. Yep, it was reported in the National um, this week that probably transactions up over 20% for Q4 in Dubai, which is a pretty amazing statistic seeing as you know what we've been through in terms of um, the economic struggles that we've had due to this pandemic so it talks about mm. the volume of transactions but not the price point of transactions mm. the data that would be really interesting to know is are those values up or what i suspect they are is the the clearing of the more affordable price stock in the market what do you reckon so, so would that mean then that prices have, have now plateaued? <clears throat> no, prices have definitely gone up. Yeah. But I don't know whether that is, um, what would you say, it was a, a, a reconciliation of the market price due to the fact that there are no more low-priced properties on the market. But, that, but for prices to go up, you'd have to start to have transactions at the higher value. <clears throat> now, are transactions happening at the higher value, in which case the market's changed direction? Or is it just those cheap properties have all sold and the, and the more expensive ones aren't selling and so therefore the price has plateaued? By the very nature of the fact it's gone, the, the, the volume has gone up 21%, the low stock, there can't have been 21% of the, the buy of transactions are all just at low values. The really cheap stuff will have gone at the beginning of that trend and then obviously house pr the prices of things that have sold will have incrementally crept up. <clears> so you think that- the new lowest price one on the market will be higher priced than the last one. Yeah, but what, but what we're talking about is whether whether the the next tier. So obviously the the cheap stuff got sold. Yeah. is the next tier selling? Yes, the next one up. It is. So you're actually seeing prices going up. You, they have to. Yeah, but if but the, but are the you nature, seeing that or yes. yeah. yeah 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 yeah. All right. Okay. That's uh, interesting. Well, I don't know whether if you were to equate it on a price per square foot, whether they are going up or just more. Yeah, no, they must be. They must be on a price per square foot basis. They must be going up, uh, yeah, from just a mathematical certainty in terms of the volume. <laughs> you and your mathematical certainty. Dead good at math. Uh, yeah. Well good at it. De yeah, degree in uh, further maths. Degree uh, so in crayons and colouring in. Yeah. <laughs> it's teaching your kids too much uh, with the homeschooling. It's when she catches me eating them, that's the problem. Just <laughs> <laughs> chewing on a crayon. Uh, so, so what we're seeing in, in Abu Dhabi is... Uh, the cheap stuff sold that that lower level and then in some areas we're seeing um, and this is only really applies to villas we're seeing villas transacting at higher levels but we're not seeing it for apartments because and I think and we'll talk about the reasons the reasons for it um, in more detail in a minute but I think there's been a lot of in, in Abu Dhabi at least a lot of piling into villas because um, people have been stuck in, in their apartments, so people are generally moving away from apartments, realizing that they need villas, they need that outside space, and so they're much more popular at the moment, that's what we're finding, than apartments. And also, um, there are fewer villas being built in Abu Dhabi generally, uh, that's just in, in our market, than, than apartments. Yeah, this goes back to the previous podcast we did, I think mm. the last one, of why there is a flight to, to villas and why the villa market is proving to be a lot more buoyant than, than the apartment yeah. market. But I mean, you know, that said, I think a large driver behind the increase in the market is foreign investment. And foreign investment tends to not be 
quite so focused on villas because they're holiday homes. So from Dubai, the, the, the feeling I get from the market primarily is that a lot of this foreign investment is that people are seeing Dubai as something of a safe haven from the dreaded corona. Ah, so you're seeing most, you think most buyers in Dubai are actually not Dubai residents or living in Dubai. Not most, they're there's certainly an increased proportion of foreign investment. Oh, certainly okay. an increased proportion and and because they villas obviously you know equals more maintenance um they're looking at apartments more so um and again to, to to sort of finish my my synopsis i think foreign investment is coming because dubai is has has quite a lot going for it in as, dubai specifically in as much as we have a small population we have a high vaccination rate um and we also have a very high um uh, healthcare, uh, a, a ratio of beds to populace. So people are looking at Dubai going, be easy for me to get vaccinated. A lot of people are being vaccinated. If I do get sick, I've got guaranteed a hospital bed with great treatment. So I think that's why foreign investment is coming. But I digress. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, I got a really interesting email a couple of days ago um, from a family in the UK. <clears throat> no, and this and this has actually genuinely happened. Uh, family in the UK who were looking to, to move over, uh, actually to, to Abu Dhabi, but they got their visa, visa um, mixed up because they want to remote work. So they're in the UK and they actually want to come over here with their family, the kids and everything, and they want to uh, get an investor visa and remote work from the UAE and up sticks from the UK. And when, and I know Dubai brought in a sort of a, I think it was a year year long visa, anyway, um, trying to encourage people to say, listen, you know, we're now, Zoom calls are are massive and and teams, you can work from anywhere, why not work from Dubai? And I kind of thought, who's really gonna take that up? But but maybe maybe people genuinely are. Yeah, I think a lot of people are are surprised about how little they need their workspace, um, Mm. their office. Um, so a lot of people are, you know, are working from home. I've literally just come from a meeting in an office where last year when I went to the office it was heaving and this year, you know, a year later, almost to the day, I walked through the door and there were three guys there. And when I say heaving, you know, there were 30 plus people in that office. Mm. There were three guys in it now because they're all working from home and they're realising, they own the building, but they're realising that they don't need such a big workspace. So that could be potentially horrible for commercial. Not that we know much about commercial, just as an aside. I think commercial, stick my lick my finger and stick it in the air is going to suffer big time. We have an oversupply of commercial anyway. Um, Mm. It always baffles me how people can command the rents that they do. but yeah, I mean, I think it does spell some, some tough times ahead. So, so two things then. Let, so what has caused this, let's say, price increase or volume increase or whatever it is? <clears throat> why, why, why are people coming in? So we've already discussed uh, maybe so there's some people coming in from abroad because they see it as a safe haven and, or you know, nice place to work. And you know, what, what do we see for the future? So in terms of, in terms of why this volume has increased, so obviously we've got the interest rates, I saw some crazy figure of 2.2% for a mortgage the other day, which is, you know, unbelievable. Off-the-shelf mortgage. Mm, yeah, fixed for two years, apparently. With whom? You're allowed S- to say? CBD. Commercial Bank of Dubai. Yeah, there you go. So that's 2.2. That's 2.2. I, I, maybe there's, there, maybe there, there's <laughs> qualification that you need to do for that. But, I mean, that seems incredible to me. And I know there's other... Especially others being quite risk-averse, I would imagine, now. 
Well, yeah, who knows? So, so there's that driver. You know, I can save a lot. On, you know, on on basically my my rent fundamentally by buying. So that's a that's a big one. Um, what else? Why, why why are people buying? Okay, fl- wanting to move to a villa, but then I guess they could rent villas. You know, when we see that with, with <clears> any <throat> market, I think you've got to look at the point of when it is cost effective or when you feel like a market is undervalued. Now. I feel, and I've said this before, I feel like the Dubai market is undervalued for what is ostensibly a tax haven. I mean, yeah, we have 5% VAT now, but that's it. So uh, also the fact that rents have have dropped consumer to the to the, the purchase price value. So you're, always, you're still looking at about 5%, 4, 5, 6% return on investment. And that hasn't changed. So people are saying, well, that's a bit of market stability where I could potentially get in. Yeah, but I mean, the fundamentals, although, People say Dubai is undervalued because of, I think, the salaries that you can get in Dubai versus the house prices. And they do that calculation and say, okay, what salary can you get in London versus the house prices? And so Dubai is a a cheap place to buy for that reason. But the fundamentals are still off, right? There's still more supply than demand. And future, looking into the future, uh, you know, that doesn't look like it's going to change anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, it is changing. I mean, EMAR have, have, you know, have postponed or not shelved, but EMAR have pulled back from a few of the, de- the developments. Yeah, they've said, they they've said they're not going to build anymore, I think. Mohamed Alibar came out a, a few months ago. Not build anymore. They're not going to make any more launches, but they've still got something like 19 projects still building. Mm-hmm. Um, some of which I think that they're, you know, they're on a ghost level. Yeah, no, there's a lot to be delivered. I mean, these things take three years. So yeah. So, I mean, still that from delivery. that perspective, they're that sentiment and Dubai Dubai specifically is mm. quite a largely sentiment driven market um, you know people are looking at you know, right, well Damak have stopped building Imar have stopped building they're the major construction uh, companies Morass I don't think Morass have got any uh, m- any more new developments in the pipeline Imar share price is up hugely um, is in the last uh, in the last three months uh, I saw it on Twitter I don't know but someone was saying it was up a lot and I don't really want to put a thicker on figure on it to you. you But it's up a lot. So so people are obviously thinking that, that, I don't know, can coronavirus be good for the real estate markets? Because I mean, that's, you know. There's always got to be, where there's a winner, where there's a loser, there's got to be a winner. And it Mm. would appear that potentially Dubai is coming out of this smelling of roses. I don't know about Abu Dhabi, but Dubai seems to be coming out of this. There's also, you know, apocryphal, uh, apocryphal, uh, numbers, numbers coming out that, a million people have left Dubai. I, mean, I think a lot that. of those will be the blue-collar workers because I mean, they're not building but, anymore. But I mean, A, that can't be true because only about four million people in Dubai. Not Dubai, UAE. A million people left the UAE. Ah, I heard it was Dubai. But even 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 the UAE, there's not 10 million people in the UAE. You, you, you know, you, you can't lose 10% of your population and, and you know, you can if they live in labour camps, uh, which don't really hold an intrinsic value to the rest. Well, of I mean, the yeah, that's possible. But so anyway, just to to, to go back to our to our dr- drivers of this price. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, yeah, and obviously um, you've got a smaller down uh, down deposit na- deposit now, so you need twenty percent for a first time buyer. And as far as we understand it from the mortgage companies, that's still the case even now. The central bank hasn't pulled back from that. So you don't need as much money down now. This is not new. That's been around for months. Uh, yeah, but uh, but we're, but we're saying that the the volume increased uh, from September to December, right? So it's over the last three months the volume is up twenty percent. Yeah, 
Yeah, so maybe it's people, you know, kind of going, okay, we're through the worst of the coronavirus, you know, fingers crossed. Um, you know, we, I've survived, I've got my job, you know, I've got less deposit. Um, the interest rates are fantastic right now. Now's time to... to people have decided or suddenly realised that um, that the money that they've saved by not going out through corona has actually given them a deposit for an investment. Mm. You know, I know Maybe. that back in the <clears> UK, I mean, not like I go into these shops very often, but I went into a, a Rolex shop in the UK. <laughs> um, Name drop. <laughs> yeah, you, you dropped something. Uh, and the guy there went said, to a Rolex this, was, shop. this was in the summer of last year, he said it's been the best month in on record mm. for the Rolex dealership in Oxford, which is where we're from. Um, and it's all down to people who have just banked cash because they've not been allowed to go out. So all of their expendable or disposable income has just been racking up in their account and they've finally been able to afford a Rolex, which is not a cheap watch to have. So <laughs> potentially, isn't. potentially. Is there a Christmas present I haven't received yet? There is, yeah. it's not a Rolex. <laughs> I got your swatch. <laughs> Casio. Casio. I'd love a Casio. You <laughs> I would love a Casio. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think there's a lot of things at play, although, We've got to we've got to be careful about the the classic estate agent. Like, let's be so positive about anything. I feel personally that the future is not um, a continuation of these price rises. I think the fundamentals have to come back into play, and the fundamentals are that in the in the short term there is a supply still to come on, and the demand we're not. You know, I'm not seeing that there's going to be a huge number of people come back into the UAE um, over that kind of short term. So I think what we'll probably see is is at best a plateauing, but I think probably a reversal of some of these gains. Um, in Abu Dhabi, we're seeing we're seeing price rises. But we're not in, talking in about gains, though, are we? We're, we're not really we're talking about price the increases. We, 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 you're talking about some price increases. Yeah. So I think that'll probably. Uh, they'll probably come down again in the, at least the short term. Um, but I think that the coronavirus, it can be seen as a very good thing for an oversupplied market because what we've seen is all of these guys, you know, delay projects, you know, slow down projects, cancel projects, um, say they're not going to launch anymore. And that actually, exactly as you said before, in terms of sentiment, people are going to go, oh, hold on. Right, so there's not going to be this oversupply that you know we were imagining, and if the UAE can hold on to its population or increase its population, then you know they start to take up those units, and then we can see a real a real turn in the market. But I think in the short term, I don't see a massive change to the fundamentals whereby we we have more supply than demand. What he said, agree hundred percent. All right. Well, cheers. So, uh, so, 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 uh, yeah, a really, really interesting last three months of the year. A huge amount of property sold. Um, trying to get into the weeds on, you know, why people are buying is, you know, tough to do. But um, I think, you know, we've, I think we've covered most of the major points here today in terms of, you know, l smaller deposits, maybe some foreign investment coming in, people coming in here because it's safe or for business or for the climate and, uh, and, and uh, better interest rates. <clears throat> let's, yep. let's hope it sticks. Let's hope it holds. Let's say, let's right. It's a new dawn. Let's say, I'm going to make you hang your hat let's on say. something mm. now. What kind of time frame do you put on this? Before it, the, the, the plateau or potential reversal. 
starts to happen. Well, for for Abu Dhabi, <coughs> uh, because the the, the government uh, is such Stuck a in big the past, Abu Dhabi's six months behind. Uh, well, traditionally Abu Dhabi's been six months behind Dubai, so we'll see what happens here. But um, if the government, you know, maintains the the spending plans that it had uh, pre uh, coronavirus, and so you know keeps bringing people in. As, as I think we've said, the deliveries have been slowed or delayed. I think um, at least, well, I, th- I think on the villa front, every th- all the villas have all plateaued or are going up. Um, in the apartment front, I think that that'll be a, a, a bigger issue because there's more supply there. Mm-hmm. But as long as people yeah. keep coming into Abu Dhabi, then the fundamentals make sense. You have more demand than supply. Supply has been delayed. You know, hopefully, uh, I don't. Uh, I think apartments will still keep decreasing in value, probably till the middle of or end of this year. I think I say that every year, <laughs> uh, as as Does sort of look good. into the future. But I think um, the worst is over for the villas in Abu Dhabi. I think there'll be a plateauing there, or or actually an increase in in, in sale prices. I think the drivers in Dubai are slightly different. I think we're much more uh, investor centric. Um, I think. We have a much, much larger supply of villas than Abu Dhabi do. Um, but also I feel like our population <clears throat> is probably the type of population that is going to grow slightly faster because we're less reliant on the Abu Dhabi, on our government to provide the jobs. Um, I am potentially less bullish about uh, villas purely because we have more than, than we have an oversupply. Um, and apartments... I think apartments are probably going to continue to to, to decline uh, for a while, um, but let's see. I mean, I've got no crystal ball. I hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope this uh, got a crystal glass. It's not crystal. I hate yeah. to burst your bubble. Fake crystal. It's faux. It's I've been drinking out of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it's IKEA's finest crystal. They do a great line. Um, mm. Guys, we have been two fat brokers. Thank we have you very much for joining us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next time on the Two Fat Brokers podcast. I've been Barney. I've been Ben. Be good. We've been fat. (laughs) Bye.